NNF After Dark is brought to you by Sandpiper Vacations. For all of your vacation planning needs, visit www.sandpipervacations.com. Tell them that the No New Friends podcast sent you. to NNF After Dark. Chris is going to take you through the highlights of the previous episode and maybe even say some bad words, plus celebrity interviews, and much, much more. And now, here he is, the scumbag reselling hoarder himself, Chris Yob! Welcome to this week's episode of NNF After Dark. What does NNF stand for, you might ask? Well, you shouldn't, because we're the No New Friends Podcast, bitch. This is No New Friends Podcast After Dark. <laughs> I am your host, Chris, the holder of homophobic bias. Holder of, oh my gosh, holder of non, non-homophobic <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yes. Well, not, I'm, I'm, not sure. and I'm the holder of gay beer, so we're, we're, wow. we're, we're, okay. we're going to cancel each other Start out. Off right. Wow. All right. We're going to cut that, Alex. So <laughs> I am alongside my friends, Scott from the No New Friends Podcast, Sarah from the No New Friends Podcast, and... I'm saying No New Friends podcast. Like this isn't. This no is the No New Friends podcast. <laughs> it just feels. It just feels right, Scott. It just feels like this is exclusive. Like if you're listening to this, you're cool as shit. Like this is. This is. This is like the. Um, this is the after party. Some are saying. Invite, like it's like if you're invited. <laughs> some are saying it's more some popular saying, than the main party. Some. <laughs> if you're listening to this, man, like you were invited to the after party, so congratulations. And of course, we are joined along Nick, our emotional support gay from Sandpiper Vacations, who brings you this show. Uh, Nick, you're not in America right now, are you? No, I'm re- I'm recording live from Cancun, Mexico. Nice. I'm very impressed that the Wi-Fi is that stable. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's been good, but the only issue is watching TV. There's nothing in English on TV. And but the porn is free. The porn is free. And, and, yeah. and Nick, typically, you don't need that typically English. the porn. And typically, the you don't. Typically, the porn you get four channels at once in the in the in the TV. You get like it's like wow. a, a quad box. You, you get a quad you box speak of porn from experience. No, my wife took a very long shower when we were in Mexico. I had to find something to watch on TV. Everything was in not English. So I found the one thing that doesn't matter if it's in English, porn. Wow. And so as, uh, hold on. As I'm flipping through the four porn channels, I get to the fourth, fifth porn channel, which is the quad box of the oh, four porn So Nick and Sarah, porn. you're not going to understand this reference, but Scott, you, you found the NFL red zone of porn. I did. I found the <laughs> NFL red zone of porn. Yes. Yes. Wow. This is, wow. This is, this is now the second coolest quad box that I experience <laughs> this, this show. Um, and Nick is in broadcasting from Mexico. We are broadcasting from the Sandpiper Vacation Studios. Uh, so that's exciting. This yes, is the first we week we're in the brand new Sandpiper Vacation I Studios. It. And it's, it, it's, it smells like roses uh, and, and, and sweat. A lot of glitter. A lot of glitter. Um, yes. 
There's a lot yeah. of the village and, people and ABBA playing mm. uh, in the hallways. Yeah. And I'm, I'm down plenty with that. And plenty of banana bread for you. We got it all. Plenty of banana bread. <laughs> and plenty banana. bananas. Bud Light. Yep. Bud Light on tap. Bud Light on tap. Bud Light. Yeah, there are no, in the, in the, in the, the bathrooms, um, there's sinks, but it's not water. It's just Bud Light. It's flowing. Oh, it's the same thing. It Water is the same is the thing. Same thing as Bud Light. So it's funny. Funny we bring up Bud Light. Funny that I brought up Bud Light because I actually wanted to <laughs> talk about Bud Light. Um, so unless you live under a rock, or unless you live in the Deep South, um, you have no idea, or you have a very strong opinion about Bud Light recently. And I did have this up. Oh, I found it. I did have this in my browser, and I have forty-five tabs up because I need to find my movie quote for the episode for the uh, podcast we just we just recorded. Uh, and I also need to do all my research to fact check Scott. But anyway, found the thirty-fifth tab, and um, Bud Light. Unless you live under a rock, Bud Light partnered up with a woman named. You're gonna have to help me out here, Nick. I can't find it. Found it. Found it. Never mind. <laughs> Dylan Mulvaney. Dylan Mulvaney is a trans woman um, who Bud Light partnered up with and uh, started a, like a little campaign with her. And pretty cool. She's a TikTok sensation. So they kind of tapped into that. Bud Light also unveiled um, Gay Pride uh, beer cans. So um, so that kind of happened. You had uh, you had the backlash of that being that um, you had people like Kid Rock uh, taking an AR-15 and 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 assassinating Bud Light cans, uh, total waste of beer in my opinion. But uh, assassinated Bud Light cans. You had a lot of uh, negative backlash. You had some funny content. You had some funny content. There was some very tasteful funny content on the Bud Light gay thing, where like uh, someone would steal Bud Light. You find him outside, and they and they were dressed like a like in drag. Like there was some there was some good content. There was some funny content, but there was a lot of people that were actually serious because like you see the funny content about this you're like oh they're just you know it's comedy but then you saw like kid rock like, like, like i just mentioned literally like shooting bud light cans which is a psychopath move so in the wake of all this the reason i'm bringing up all this is in the wake of all this the ceo of bud light came out and i just want to read this um this message that he sent because I just don't understand. Uh, like, if you're going to go all in on gay, go in all, go all in on gay. Don't do it for marketing. Don't do it to grow your brand. Do it because you care. This is what the uh, this is what the CEO of Bud Light said. It's a short little excerpt, so I want to hear your guys' opinion. So he says the caption is "Our responsibility to America." As the CEO of a company founded in America's heartland more than 165 years ago, I am responsible for ensuring every consumer feels proud of the beer we brew. Good start. You know, pride, proud. Okay. Where, where are we going with this? We're honored to be a part of the fabric of this country. Am Anheuser-Busch employs more than 18,000 people are in our, and our independent distributors employ an additional 47,000 valued colleagues. We have thousands of partners Millions of fans and a proud history supporting our communities, military, first responders, sports fans, and hardworking Americans ever. Okay, sounds still sounds good. He's he's doubling down on. So far, it sounds like he's doubling down on the. You know, we 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 partnered with Dylan. We are we have these gay pride cans. Deal with it. Then he goes on to say, we never intended to be part of a discussion that divides people. We are in the business of bringing people together over beer. Well, it doesn't sound like you are based on what you just said. My time serving this country taught me the importance of accountability and the values. Accountability, first of all, let that word stick. Accountability and values upon which America was founded. Freedom, hard work, and respect for one another. As CEO of Anheuser Busch, I am focused on building and protecting our building and protecting 
our remarkable history and heritage. I care deeply about this country, this company, our brands, and our partners. I spend much of my time traveling across America, listening to and learning from our customers, distributors, and others. Moving forward, I will continue to work tirelessly to bring, to bring great beers to consumers across our nation. So, and then it was signed, Brendan Whitworth, CEO, Anheuser-Busch. Now, take that as you will. I feel like that was a 50-50 uh, statement, right? Because you have 50% of the statements saying like, hey, we're here to bring you a good beer, man. Just drink our beer. And the other half is like, you know, we're pushing an agenda. And, and I guess it's 30, 30, 30. 33, 33, 33. Because the other 33% is saying like, hey, I'm sorry we divide you by saying this. Why are you apologizing? If you're, if, if you're going to put these gay pride cans, it's not to be divisive. It's to be supportive. And if you're going to partner with Dylan, that's not to be divisive. That's to be supportive. So why, why is all this verbiage of, verbiage of dividing and divisive in this um, little excerpt that he sent out to the people? It's because of this, these, it's because of the Kid Rocks that shot up the Bud Light. It's because he's trying to save his brand in his mind because he tried to do something and it obviously was for marketing. It was obviously to, go, to grow the market. It was not because they want to push uh, equality. It is not because they uh, think uh, they believe in gay rights. Am I uh, like? Am I thinking the this is wrong? I, I want to hear from you, Nick, because I like. Listen, this the, the gay pride cans came out. That's that's awesome. The Dylan thing came out. I was like, that's fine. I, I, that that's cool too, right? The cans, him partnership. It's like wow, they're trying to promote equality and then this comes out and i think kind of totally different of it am i thinking the wrong thing here nick no i that's the first time i've actually heard this as well too because i kind of tuned all of that part out of it and i saw the pictures right. on facebook of the gay community just calling people stupid because they are for throwing their bud like cans away or shooting cans but after <laughs> right, right after hearing what he said yeah i mean it sounds like he to me just he's not being as supportive back to the gay community. I feel like yeah. That's kind of what I was feeling from that. And, uh, like I said, he started out like, like, but he's, he was getting very defensive. I feel on that. Right. He was kind of doubling down on, Hey, we're doing this for a reason. And then he backtracks. Like if you backtrack at mm -hmm. all, man, that like, now, now you're just bound down to, to these people that you're not that's even, exactly what you don't even want to be marketing towards. Yeah. And it's like, they, <sighs> I mean, they've been very supportive of the gay community for, plenty plenty years they um so you guys probably don't realize this but there's a organization and um, called human rights campaign and every year they come out with um, an equality index of companies based on um, a bunch of different factors and they give them a percentage of um, how they would rate them as being supportive of the gay community and mm -hmm. Bud Light um, didn't have a full 100 percent until it's probably maybe five six years ago i think and it's because they excluded transgender um, I think in their um, company policies. Um, so okay. they now have hundred percent as well as Miller Light and Coors Light who I used to work for. So that's where I'm familiar with that aspect of it. And um, it's kind of obviously cool to see them getting hundred percent and a lot of other companies out there right. too. So. so you're saying now, that I, Miller I, Light I, and Coors Light were already at hundred percent. Mm -hmm. And it's just until recently that Bud Light has hit hundred percent. Yeah. It's and it, but. Probably, yeah, like I said, maybe in the past five, six years or so that they did not have 100% Interesting. before. So, the rednecks are freaking out when they realize they can't <laughs> drink Coors Light. Yeah, yeah, and, um, and it's like speaking of Coors Light, like, it's kind of the opposite, I guess, too. Back in, I think it was like the late 60s, um, 
Harvey Milk was a politician out in San Francisco and um, was running for election. He ended up getting shot. Um, spoiler alert. <laughs> um, but um, there was stuff that came out from Coors Light's company. They fired one of their employees. And um, I think it was one of the sons, even, of Coors, that came out as being gay. And because they fired him, the gay community completely turned against it, got rid of Coors Light, dumped Coors Light in all the streets of San Francisco. Um, and until the, till this day, there's still a lot of bars in the gay community that don't want to support um, Coors Light because of what happened 40, 50 years. Math is hard <laughs> uh, ago. But, um, and that's where my struggle was in wow. my job, too. So. Fun little history there. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, you bring up a so I, I really value your opinion on this because you worked in the alcohol industry and you live in the gay in the gay community. So it's like you have a you're, you have a, you have full you have the heartbeat on both uh, on both spectrums. Um, yeah, it's just kind of disappointing. Now I, I'm not one to pin uh, the ideals of a company on one person. Like this is the CEO. Yeah, he represents the company, but he's not the whole company. You have all these employees, you have all these people that are on the board, you have all these, you know, it, it's, it's yeah. not just him. It, uh, it was a marketing you know, team that put this together. Right, right. It, it, it's disappointing um, that they backtracked a little bit. Uh, it's still cool that they pushed the agenda just, you know, slightly, I guess, in the right, they, they moved the needle a little bit. Yeah, a little disappointing on this. Um, what I, uh, Sarah, Sarah and Scott, do you, do you have any, have you, been keeping up with this Bud Light thing at all, and what are your opinions on it? Is it is it a, is it pandering, or is it is it helping? What what do you guys think? So, as you know, I hate the statement the that <laughs> as I'm drinking a Bud Light, I, I hate the statement where he's where he says, you know, we never intended to do something to uh, be d- divisive, and yes, nothing that they did was creating divisiveness. They put out a support for uh, a person and a group. And people decided to be divisive. They didn't, they weren't divisive. So like, I am a little bit frustrated. And this is the first time I've heard this article, but I'm a little bit disappointed that he, look, he's got a responsibility to his, his shareholders. Um, and I, and I get that, but so, so there's that financial and I think he's freaking out because so many, so many places are now not serving Bud Light Mm -hmm because of this and and i don't know it's just a little bit it's a little bit frustrating because like i get it as a as a ceo of a company and you have to look out for that bottom line but then uh, you know i stand behind what you're trying to do you know and and be don't worry about your bottom line because what's going to happen is your your bottom line is going to take yeah, the bottom line is going to take care of itself because what's going to happen is, okay, so you're going to have half the country now boycotting Bud Light, but maybe you have some um, whatever whatever members of the LGBTQ plus community that aren't already drinking Bud Light, they're going to start drinking Bud Light. They're going to start you know, showering they may switch <laughs> they're going to start showering it again. They're, they're going to go from. Have you started yet, Nick? Have you started? No, they're going to go I'm from golden showers right to Bud Light showers. Yeah. 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 <laughs> get rid of the golden showers anymore. We got Bud Light now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know it's it's it, uh, it's tough when corporations try to take a stand on something that's so important to so many people, and and I think that corporations should still take a stand on what's important to so many people. I mean, there was a lot of frustration over former Disney CEO, Bob Chapak for taking. Now, s- now Scott, we're going to wait. We're going to get into that in a second. I want to, I want to, I want to okay. segue to that. I do want to bring up 
Uh, Chuck LaFlange in our Twitch chat says it's an unfortunate reality, but they still have to answer to shareholders. And though it's no, and though and though it's noble to take a stand in the first place, I can kind of see why the low key waffling um, without doing a one eighty. Now, yes. Totally understand that aspect from a business perspective, right? Obviously, you can't look at that from a moral perspective. From a business perspective, they've dec- they declined not five billion dollars in market cap. You know when that happened and stuff like that. Now, Scott, you bring up a very good point. Um, I want to kind of uh, hand this over to you because you are a resident of, of Florida and you are tapped into what's going on in Florida. I am not. I read the headlines. You were about to talk about uh, what I assume you were going to talk about was the "Don't Say Gay" bill and how Bob Chapek came out against that in support of uh, his employees, really uh, equality, but representing his employees equal representation. You know, in the parks. Uh, so please, please go next. That's exactly where I wanted to take this. Is you have a CEO of Bud Lake kind of backtracking a little bit. Bob Chapek did a lot of questionable things financially and, you know, for people that are pass holders and this and that, but there was a very noble thing he did. And please, please elaborate on that. And the updates, I think we got on that recently. (laughs) Yeah. So I think, (laughs) I think that the, you know, there was a lot of frustration towards Chapek by a lot of, uh, cast members of Disney cast members of the employees of Disney for not saying anything for not taking a stance because Disney talks about diversity and inclusion all the time. Mm -hmm. And I think that um, a lot of cast members were waiting for that, that finally having that opportunity to uh, walk the, walk the talk or walk the walk of diversity and inclusion. And they were waiting and they were waiting and they're waiting. And and to them, it never happened. Now, I think a lot of things that were revealed later on is behind the scenes. There was a lot of discussion between Disney and uh, the the governor to not put this bill in, in place, not, not vote on this bill because it was, um, it, it was, uh, what am I trying to say? It was, it was against the LGBTQ, LGBTQ community. It was not celebrating diversity, right. not sub- celebrating inclusion. And I think, I think Chapek went as long as he could without being going public because he knew that it was going to be an all out war. And it, it was a chess match. It was a, as Chris says, 40 chess match. And I think that there was a lot of things behind the scenes that had to be in place before he went out and made this public statement because he knew, he knew how petty, Ron DeSantis can be and had to put those pieces mm-hmm. in place as we've seen this play out. You know, it's like, it's Mike, a Marvel. Uh, it's like Marvel phase four. None of it makes sense. <laughs> we hate all of it. We don't get it. But as things play out, it's like, Oh, that's why. And I think that that's what Chapek had to do is he had to kind of wait and he didn't, he didn't apologize to anybody for creating divisiveness because he didn't create any divisiveness. He just said, no, we're taking a stand on this. And we are putting our cast members, our employees, ahead of our, our shareholders right now. And a lot of them are shareholders, but this is what's important to us. And it's not just our cast members. It's anybody who's not represented by our cast. And, and, it's, and it's anybody who, you know, is attacked by this, this bill. Much like they, they made it very well known that uh, if a cast member lives in a state where uh, abortion is no longer legal, they will fund their trip to another state to, you know, exercise their, their, um, their rights. But now Scott, you, you, you keep, you keep bringing up 
bill, this bill, this bill. What is the bill? Because there's a lot of people who don't know what the bill is. And you're referring to what they, people have labeled as the don't say gay bill. What does that mean? What is it in a short 30 second summary? Cause we're not politicians. All I know is know, a 30 second summary because I have not read the bill. There's a mm-hmm. lot of vagueness in the bill. There's a lot of confusion in the bill, but essentially mm-hmm. it's, it's giving it's, it's taking away the ability. It's, it's shifting the education process of uh, sexual orientation of gender identification away from the schools and to the parents. Um, okay. Where so you're not allowed to talk about that in school, essentially. Correct. correct. You're not from, allowed to talk about anything having to do with sexual orientation. Correct. And the and as the bill okay. states from at the bill as the bill states at the time, from grades kindergarten through third grade. Now there okay. was a lot of vagueness, a lot of vagueness in that bill, to where we all knew that at any given point they could say, "Well, now we're going to expand this," and that's exactly what's happening as of today is they're they're trying to now expand this to cover oh. all grades all grades not so just I'm k starting, through third okay so see i'm starting to understand what this is so the the talking of of um of sexual orientation in school can lead to um a, another child maybe catching gayness right so nick is that how you turned gay where so did you hear someone over talk? Like, was your teacher talking to a student about being gay, and then you caught being gay? Is that is that what happened? I, I think it's back when you had to do the like scoliosis test type thing, and all of a sudden, that's just, what like, it was. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, "Oh, we need you to bend over." <laughs> so wait, so you're trying? Wait, yeah. so wow, okay, so maybe we should ban scoliosis <laughs> testing in schools as well. <laughs> yeah, because because listen, listen, no, listen. If 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 um. If we start talking about scoliosis in school, somebody else might get scoliosis, right, Scott? That's how that works. Exactly. You're from Florida, right? Oh yeah. my gosh! Wow. No, I think I, so. For wow. me, like I, for I knew I was gay when I was five, so it was way before school, and we didn't even have books back then. Oh, so that, school, school didn't, school didn't influence. There was that. no books that had representation when I was a kid. Right. Wow, what a concept! Yeah. So you were so, so would you almost say that you were maybe born like that? I was born this gay. <laughs> oh, wow and, what a concept and man that's the thing that frustrates me and and i'm sorry i know you're trying to kind of levy it up a little bit because i i, I called <laughs> i called chris hot pissed off today and i said i really want to he talk did. about this today yeah he did um because i'm i'm fueled with 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 gayness right now um <laughs> and <laughs> so anyway i what was i gonna say shit Sorry. See, he's so mad that he lost his train of thought. Scott, s- yeah, go ahead. No, so that's the thing is is nothing makes someone gay. No no one nothing makes someone a well, lesbian. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sarah's sister-in-law made her gay. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> Sarah's sister-in-law made her bi. You know, there's that's a true. little okay. bit of a difference. Uh, yeah, yeah. A little I bit of a difference true. there. Yeah. But not. It's still in, we still include you. Um, you know, anyway. But the only thing that it, you're you're not made gay. You don't choose to be gay. You don't choose to um, love who you love. What you choose to do is you choose to be happy with who you are and happy in your own skin and happy with 
and happy with who you love. So, so choosing to be free, if you will, you know, by coming out of the closet, Nick, am I, am I misspeaking? I mean, I'm, I'm no. speaking like a, I, I'm a heterosexual yeah, white I was male. Like, I was like, wait and, a second, and I'm coming out of the closet. <laughs> I'm sounding like an expert in gayness, but it's, it's listen, as, as a heterosexual male who has had a, a ton of, of gay and lesbian friends and th- and the questions that I've asked and things that I've learned, this is kind of the conclusion that I've drawn is, it's not something that you just wake up one day and say, Oh, I like men. That's not, it's not how it works. It's you wake up one day and you choose to just be, you know what? I'm going to be open about who I love and I'm going to be comfortable or I'm going to work to becoming comfortable about being open about with who I love. So Nick, please correct me if I'm, I don't want to speak for a year. No, this is why I I really want to listen to, your voice because I, I hear it every single day in the gay community, all over my Facebook, my social media is all we're in an uproar about it. It's we're basically fighting for our lives still and hearing it from a straight male, a straight white male. Um, and your support for it. Like, I don't want to get too emotional, but it, it really means a lot to me to see that people understand who we are and who we love and why. And so, and and we can only understand we can understand who you are we we can't understand what you're going through mm-hmm. and things like this bud light thing and the, the kid and it just it's 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 heartbreaking to me that we cannot just accept people for their differences and we cannot just support their differences without there being this fucking controversy it 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 breaks my heart because you know, a couple episodes, we had this very fun, we say gay episode where we celebrated the gay culture and, and made a lot of, and, and not made a lot of fun. We <laughs> had a lot of fun talking about how fun it is to be gay. Just, and, yeah. Made fun of gay people the whole episode. <laughs> we, yeah. we did not. We did not. <laughs> but, but what we didn't talk about and, and what I really want to focus on tonight is really addressing Nick, some of the struggles that you go through and not struggles being, yes, struggles choosing to be comfortable with who you are because you're not, unfortunately you're not accepted by everybody and that's, and that's bullshit, but that's the reality. And and it's like, I'm in, I'm in Mexico right now. And for me coming here, it was, it was scary. And I asked a lot of questions ahead of time, like, because I wanted to make sure that I'm going to a safe space um, we're always looking for safe sure. spaces, and that's why there's that's why we had gay bars. Um, and back in the eighties um, and nineties, gay bars were very hidden. They didn't have a lot of them didn't have windows. It was very very subtle because people were scared, and but they wanted to have know that they had a safe space to go and um, and come here. Like I, um, so I'm actually staying at an all inclusive resort right now for uh, the agency, and I reached out to my manager that's um, sent me here from. Um, of your star resorts and just asked him like what's the comfort level with um you guys accepting the gay community here and luckily this resort's been amazing they um host some gay weddings here um from time to time as well too so well nick it, it says it in the title and i don't know how you miss it it says all inclusive yeah. um, so. <laughs> but, but i mean even talking to them like um places like jamaica like it's still not accepted to be there and there's countries that hang people for uh, being gay so nick now <laughs> i'm laughing just because of how ridiculous it is because it's like i booked a vacation through sandbar vacations 
did I ask you like, am I going to be accepted in Alaska? You know what I mean? Like that's the that, that's the thing that's like mind boggling to me. It's like, and that's what Scott says. Like we'll never understand. It sucks. Like, uh, and I'm sure you wouldn't want me to understand yeah. because it's like it's like heartbreaking. You know what I mean? Like the fact that like you want to go on vacation with your family, with whoever, and you have to ask like, will I be accepted there? Like that's just crazy to me, and it sucks that. Uh, I don't know. It just sucks that that's a that's a question you have to ask. Yeah, and, I, and you're a travel agent. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know about all these places. You're, you, have, you have to tap other people on the shoulder and say, hey, can I go there? Is it safe for me to go there? Yeah, and that's, that's part of my goal with my agency is making sure that I have a space, safe spaces for my clients, all my clients, no matter who they are. Um, make sure that they feel welcome and comfortable where they're at and being themselves. Yeah. Um, I'm here by myself, important. so I'm not with my husband and my daughter where... I'd probably be even more protective because of my daughter. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that she's obviously safe, but um, sure. So it's not like I'm flying around in rainbows and glitter over here or anything. I did wear the speedo to the full day. Yeah, we're a little disappointed that you didn't show up in the speedo tonight, Nick, because we knew you were in Mexico, and we did promise our 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 viewers that you would show up in the speedo. So show the picture um, from earlier. We might get sued for for show the picture you sent me. That one was (laughs) (laughs) Sarah. What are what are so okay? So Chris and I can never understand what Nick goes through, but also you. I mean, we make a lot of Jewish jokes and all that, but you know, you're you're considered a minority and i use that in quotes because you're whiter than me and chris but you know but but what are your all jokes aside what are your thoughts on this i don't know i mean i um i've traveled to other countries that i've been a little nervous in you know i was an american in vietnam and that was a little crazy and Mm -hmm, sure yeah I, i mean i I've been to Israel and First of all, sick brag, was, by the way, traveling the world and stuff. Sick brag. <laughs> I mean, I I only have, you know, a passport or so filled, but probably nothing like Nick. Whatever. <laughs> um but no, I mean I've I've been to the Middle East and and I was there at a younger age and I wasn't with my parents. I was in school there and and it was a little nerve wracking because there was a lot going on over there. As there is now, but more. Um, so, you know, it's a, it's a little scary. But you do a lot of research and, and whatnot. And you figure out where the safe places are and everything. Mm-hmm. And I definitely check it out before I went, went to Germany. But, you know, <laughs> it's, just, it's just me. I have a Canadian passport too, just in you know, in case I want to travel <laughs> to a country that doesn't like Americans. <laughs> almost every I got country. it figured out. Yeah. Right, right. It's great. Just add a little A in there. Hey. <laughs> so Nick, we've established that um hearing the word gay, hearing your teacher say gay did not make you gay. Um did any type of fruity beer make you gay? Oh. Fruity or fruity drinks in that matter. Or fruity drinks. Did any any uh, drink yeah. make I had drink? a high safer punch, I think, when I was four, and I feel like there was something in it. That was it. Yeah, was, it. <laughs> was that it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know fruit what? I, punch specifically. Uh, the high safe punch. Yeah, fruit punch. High safe fruit punch. Okay, great. <laughs> you know what's funny is um, I think I had a higher chance of uh, becoming gay uh, playing with poly pockets with my sister uh, when I was younger than I on a daily basis, mind you, than I would have uh, if my teacher 
uh, talked about a student sexual orientation because they had questions. I think maybe a slightly, slightly more percent chance that I would turn gay from playing with dolls and stuff. Maybe then they would then that a student would be feel uncomfortable talking to their teacher about their sexual orientation. Maybe it's just me, Scott. What about you? Maybe it's just me. Maybe <sighs> it's just me. I, listen, I'm riled up tonight. I don't know if I can make a lot of jokes. Um, here's a, I, I would feel more comfortable. Uh, like, okay, first of all, I, I, let me get to my what makes you gay. Uh, let me finish those questions. So, um, Nick, if you saw, if you, <laughs> Nick, why are you gay? Nick, if you saw two Disney characters sharing a gay kiss, oh. it, did that make you gay? Would that make you gay? Nick, Nick, Disney, Disney, characters. Disney characters. Yeah, it has to be Disney. Yeah, no, or any characters. I, you know, I mean, no, I, no. But you know what it does do? It makes you feel more comfortable saying, "Hey, there's someone like me out there." You know, no or, way. or right? What a concept! S- someone who's growing up in school, because again, you don't just wake up in your twenties and say, "Today, I'm going to like men." That's not something that happens. It's it's something that you're born with, and you, and as you as you age, as you discover yourself, you, you, um, you discover that about, about yourself. So maybe you wake up one day, but I'm sure it's more of a natural progression. Yeah. Where you're like, everybody's huh, story I, is different. I've, I have so many friends sure. that had wives and kids and it's because it wasn't accepted back then. Um, it's still not accepted in a lot of places too. And, um, and I still have people that I know that are just coming out later in life because they weren't comfortable. They're scared because they weren't comfortable. They didn't feel safe, but things like what Disney's doing with celebrating diversity and inclusion and showcasing that, Mm -hmm. even though it's, it's probably not as much as we all would like, but I think they're taking the steps in the right direction to include a gay couple, uh, a lesbian couple. Like you and I had talked about, because Disneyland for the first time ever is hosting a gay pride after hours event this year. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Very cool. And Disneyland Paris, Disneyland Paris has been doing it for years and theirs is amazing. I really want to go, but yeah, for the first time, Disneyland, California. Yeah. I heard that the, uh, that was proposed actually for Walt Disney world and they actually threw them in the jail that they're building on Disney property. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that in the next segment because I want to get there. I want to get there. But what my, my point is what all this stuff is doing, what companies like Bud Light, even though I don't necessarily agree with his, with the CEO statement, but the companies that, that are supporting, um, uh, you know, Pride Days, Pride Month, just Pride in general, uh, the LGBT community, LGBTQ plus community, they're not making people gay. They're making people feel more comfortable being who they are. And shame on us as a country or a society or an, a world for looking down on that and and making these companies feel that they have to second guess throwing support because it's going to hurt their bottom line or making that, you know, 12 year old gay boy, who's not comfortable yet being who he is, you know, now, now you've, you've sheltered that in, you've made it, you've made it so that he's more afraid because of these goddamn idiots out there who, who just don't understand. And the, and, and, and the biggest frustration that I have is they don't take the time to understand the things that make us different and the things that make us, what makes us special is our differences and understanding Nick is in, in, in what he's been through in life is a beautiful thing because I understand more 
about him as a person and, and, and understanding more about the community. And there's all this yeah, fun like, stuff that we talk about, I, but God damn, there's, go ahead. Who I sleep with shouldn't matter to anybody else. Who you sleep with. I, right. You, <laughs> it doesn't. You, exactly. <laughs> It doesn't. I'm I, laughing because it's ridiculous. Like I laugh, like I, I laugh at stuff not because it's funny, because it's ridiculous that people yeah, actually like, like care. I don't like the look of my own penis. I don't want to touch another penis. <laughs> but if you want to touch a penis, touch all the fucking penises you want. Penises for everybody. You know. It, it, but wh- how is it any of my business? How is it any of my business? What you want to do with your penis? <laughs> Just like it, it should, it should another topic. Nick's like bend over and I'll show you. I want, I want you to know Nick, Nick, Nick literally texts me every time he has sex with his husband. Um, now before we, he, cause just, he, he wants to let me know um, before we go to break. I do just want to say that um, I, I, I do just feel like uh, that if you are sensitive on this uh, subject, that if like, if you do see two people of the same sex uh, kissing on, uh, on Disney movies or whatever, and it makes you feel uncomfortable, uh, you might be gay. So uh, maybe you're gay. Maybe maybe that's what it is. Because uh, I think that if a gay person sees a, sees a straight couple kissing, I don't think it's going to turn them straight for some reason. I just I just don't think... Uh, I don't think... Nick, if, if a woman ever kissed you, do you think it would make you straight? I've kissed a lot of women, and no. Interesting. Oh. Wow. Hmm. It was not contagious no, then. And, not. and con- gotcha. <laughs> conversely, I have kissed men. Not like a deep, passionate tongue kiss, but I've kissed men. And well, we had we had some sort of a. We'll talk about this later, but <laughs> not, there was something that happened when we were down not there. Not according to your OnlyFans account. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm yeah. So uh, we'll be back after break to talk about how um, incompetent uh, some of our state leaders are. We'll be back. There are three things that I hate in life. Taxes, nausea, and booking vacations. The first two I'm stuck with, but for the third, I use Sandpiper Vacations. Sandpiper Vacations is a small business that is LGBTQ plus owned and operated with travel advisors all over the country. Whether it's a cruise, a trip to a theme park, or an all-inclusive resort, Sandpiper has you covered. Oh, and I forgot to mention, it's free. Why book a vacation when you can have someone else do it for you? That's like choosing to take the stairs in a building that has an elevator. Leave the headaches of booking a vacation to someone else. Get your quote today at www.sandpipervacations.com and tell them that the No New Friends podcast sent you. Hey everybody, it's Scott from the No New Friends podcast. If you'd like to hear all of our episodes, all of our past episodes, just visit our website, nonewfriendspodcast.com. All of our links to all of our old episodes are there. If you didn't understand an inside joke or just wanted to re-listen to something, just check it out. It's nonewfriendspodcast.com, or you can check us out on all streaming platforms. All right, welcome back to No New Friends After Dark. Um, I got a little bit of a rant uh, myself now, Scott. Now, the first whole segment we talked about the Don't Say Gay Bill, we talked about Bud Light. And if you didn't like that, stop listening. Unsubscribe. Just kidding. Don't unsubscribe. Scott will kill me if you unsubscribe. So <laughs> so uh, I I have a little bit of a rant myself. I, uh, again, I, I categorize myself as a New Jersey Republican. 
which means like we don't care about your sexuality. We don't care about the color of your skin. We just don't want to pay taxes. Essentially, <laughs> what a New Jersey Republican is, right? So, my view of a uh, of a Republican any in the North anyway is like just stay out of business. Like you know what, do what do whatever laws you want to make. Just stay out of out of, out of private businesses. If I were to tell you that there is a politician running for president, for governor, for anything for that matter, saying that they want to put sanctions on a private business, they want to take the land of a private business, they want to involve themselves in a private business, would you think I was talking about uh, Bernie Sanders or Ron DeSantis? Ron DeSantis. Like, it's pissing me off, man. It, it's like, Ron DeSantis is not a Republican. Ron DeSantis is a populist who will just agree with whatever people who want to vote for him agree with. Why? Like, you live in Florida. Why the hell is he attacking a business? Like, isn't what whatever happened to Republican means small government? Stay out of my business. Why is he? Why does he want to build a jail <laughs> on the property of Disney? I'm reading all these headlines I've just gotten. I'm baffled. I've, like, I, don't I haven't it. seen that one yet. Yeah, th- oh, this is this oh is today, God. Nick. This is today. So let me let me give some backstory again. If you've been living under a rock, um, Ron DeSantis or up, Ron, or up north or, or up north. Or I'm in <laughs> yeah. So R- Ron DeSantis, the governor of the the, uh, the drag queen, Ron DeSantis, Ronda DeSantis. Yeah. Uh, he decided to put this uh, what we call the "Don't Say Gay" bill in place and again after some time of of processing disney ceo bob chapek came out and spoke against uh the we say gay bill and had and even said that we tried to avoid this public uh this public uh, announce the public um statement we really tried to urge lawmakers to not move forward with this as it alienated members of our lgbtq plus communities but uh, the governor decided to not listen to our request. Something, something very nice and political sounding. So Ron DeSantis got his uh, got his butt hurt by the uh, you know Florida's largest private company or public company, but world's largest employer, uh, Florida's largest employer, and this huge corporation is speaking out against his law, and he didn't like that, and Ron. DeSantis is a petty, petty, petty little man. And he needed to do this big thing. So to, to add it to as a feather in this cap for his presidential run. So what he does, go ahead. No, uh, he, go ahead. Cause it's going to be longer than what you're going to say. Okay. So he attacks Disney by saying, okay, Disney has this whole Reedy Creek improvement district, which self governs themselves. And, um, it, they they don't follow any Florida laws. They have this self government. They can do whatever they want. They can do uh, nobody's nobody's looking out for them. They pay themselves taxes, whatever. So he says we are going to repeal, uh, remove the Reedy Reedy Creek Improvement District. It passed uh, through through the Which, Scott, Florida Senate. Me wrong is a very very left wing thing to do, like to take away the rights of a business, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very okay, lovely. Just making yeah. sure. Just making. Yep. Just making sure. 
<laughs> right. And 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 super right wing Ron DeSantis is the one who passed this mm-hmm. or proposed this. Oh, gotcha. Makes sense. Yep. Because he was Makes he was okay. he was butthurt. He was butthurt. Oh, okay. okay. Um that's how we govern that's how we govern now. Okay. Yeah, not the Nick type of butthurt, <laughs> but butthurt. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that we can tackle serious issues and still make jokes. So, um, so he, he, he repeals this, uh, Reedy Creek improvement district. Well, Mm -hmm. what was interesting is Disney was very quiet about it. They're like, you know, they tried to urge them not to do this, but they were very, very quiet about it. Well, what Disney was doing in the background is before this new board of directors was put in place by the state of Florida, all Republicans, all DeSantis handpicked. So before this board was put in place to replace the Reedy Creek Improvement District, the Reedy Creek Improvement District signed over all of the rights and all of the governing uh, responsibilities to the Walt Disney World Corporation. So now (laughs) this new board comes in and they don't find this out. And there were public hearings. Like there was... There was a lot. Right. They did it. They did everything correct. And as a result, this new board comes in and literally all they can do is re- repair roads. They cannot do anything without Disney say so. So like, you know, again, you're talking about the company that built Rise of the Resistance, Tower of Terror, made Abraham Lincoln. I mean, they've been making animatronics walk across stage for 50 fucking years. You mm-hmm. don't think that they have the best goddamn lawyers who are going to find every fucking loophole to take you down? And that's what Disney did. And they made Ron DeSantis look stupid. And even, I don't agree with anything that Donald J. Trump says, but when, when he said that Ron DeSantis couldn't even beat a fucking mouse, like... Nice job. Nice job. <laughs> that is that is scary because he is projected to throw his hat in the race to run for president, right? Yep. And if he can't even beat Disney, he's he, we are trusting him with uh it with standing up to Russia, with standing mm-hmm. up to China, with standing up to North Korea. Right. Um but here's listen, so here's I, the latest because I know you have a a, a long please, thing to get to. Please. So, I, again, Ron DeSantis very petty. He's he is determined to have that last word. So, in a very smug way, he had this press conference today or this rally or whatever, and he's like, "You know, I wasn't even thinking about the the land outside of Disney World that that you know, the state owns or whatever. There's this he goes I didn't really care about that. But, you know, a lot of people have been making suggestions to me. I don't know. Maybe we put up um, another, uh, you know, amusement park there. You know, something, uh, just something, I mean, an amusement park. I don't know. Maybe a jail. Someone has suggested a jail. So maybe we put a jail out there. You know, we, we could use another state prison. So this is what, this is where we're at right now. Go ahead. All I want to say is that uh, it is, uh, we're getting to the, Almost halfway point of 2023. 2024 is an election season. I am not going to tell you who to vote for. But please do your research. Please vote for people who share the same ideals as you. Do not vote the party because the party doesn't matter anymore. Mm-hmm. Listen, the party does not matter anymore. You have someone, you have one of the top Republicans in the country. As far as polls go, taking away rights of businesses. What? What? Like what? Like, you have a you have a dictator almost, which is the total opposite side of the spectrum than right wing. That is like almost communism taking away the rights of businesses. Please do your research. Do not vote the party. I don't listen. I don't care who you vote for, as long as you're casting your vote 
passionately and what you believe in, do not vote the party, though. You're a registered Republican, you're a registered Democrat, do not vote that party unless you agree with the person. Please do your research. Please do your research. Oh, my goodness gracious. There's this, um, and listen, I don't like talking politics, but there's this um, Andrew Yang who ran for the Democratic uh, side of, you know, last year or last election. He, he came up with this thing called the Forward Party. His slogan is not right, not left, forward. It's because that's like right and left is gone. Like there's no, there's nothing. It, it's, there's, it, it's gone. Like it's, it's now it's, it's, you're, you're bought and sold by corporations. You're bought and sold by, uh, by lobbyists. His whole thing is people that are fed up with both of it. And like, listen, let's just do what's best for the people. Nick, how much, and this will lead to my next question. How much does a, uh, presidential candidate affect the LGBTQ community? Um, because yeah, because it's, 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 um, it goes further than even just laws. It goes, uh, I feel like culturally, uh, it goes, um, scare, like scare tactics. It goes by like worrying. What, how much does that mean to you? And how much do you like look into when you're voting and don't, do you want to say who you vote for, but like, what, like, what do you look for in a can? Obviously you look for someone who's inclusive. But it's like, is it even party anymore? Is it person? Is for, it, what is it anymore? For the gay community, LGBTQ plus community, it's mostly Democrat because mm-hmm. the Republican Party has been trying to take away our rights for years. Still trying to take right. away. Right. Like, right. The fact that we got gay marriage passed um, when Obama was around was huge. And then people are still trying to come in and take that away from us. Yeah. It's... um. It, 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 like, yeah, you almost have to look at gay rights as like civil rights, like with um with 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 black and white, like it's like segregated. It is it's like almost all rights. over again. It is no, well, we, no. I, I I meant I meant I meant like the civil right. You know what I mean? No, don't. We, don't <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I as soon as I said that, I was like, oh my gosh, it is civil rights. But I meant like civil rights. That's what I said. It's almost like human. It's, it's kind of like almost like human rights. Like you know, uh, you know, a little bit, but not, not quite. <laughs> Listen, I misspoke, and I was hoping that no one picked up on that. <laughs> Meanwhile, 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 gay being gay being Nick, Nick being gay is hearing human again from Beauty and the Beast, the Broadway show, running in his ears with the. the, (laughs) And it's like the rights that people don't realize are taken for granted. Like when my daughter was born, if gay marriage wasn't passed, we both would have not been able to been on her birth certificate. So once that passed, they actually added it. So. Um, both me and Sean could be on her birth certificate and, and that's simple that, things like that. That's such a it's new important. thing. It's such a new thing. And it's, mm-hmm. it's such a big deal. And, and, and I have a lesbian couple who went through the same thing where we, they had I mean, to, and we saw you and that's, <laughs> you what'd you say? <laughs> Do you own a lesbian couple? No, no. I, oh, I should say I have a lesbian. Listen, I'm 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 all I'm all about the gay rights, but I still own slaves, okay? So you know <laughs> they're, they're hanging out in the garage and there you go all <laughs> just kidding. Uh, I don't own slaves. <laughs> uh, thank you for clarifying. <laughs> yeah, and it's like I mean, we're filling out forms right now for kindergarten for Piper, and it's like even those forms still say mother and father everywhere. And mm. we should be at a point in general, like a lot of kids don't have a mother and a father. 
they right. might just have a mother. They might have a father. <laughs> they might have two that, dads. That's but, also like, true. Yeah. Like, can we say parent? Like, parent, for me yeah, now, for me parent, now, it's yeah. like trying to teach people, like, even about pronouns. Like, call everybody. Don't say. Don't just assume he, him, or she, her. Mm-hmm. Like, sure. start using gender inclusive pronouns for everybody. So, and that's a whole other topic, but. No, it is, but it's like, it is like, it all, it all ties back in. It's like, it's kind of like, why do you care that someone wants to be called she or a he? It's like, I don't know. It's, we could, we could go on for days on these topics because they just don't make sense to us, you know? Yeah. And, and, and we're, we're kind of jumping ahead in the week timelines (laughs) of where I want to be at, because I do want to have someone who is. Um, non-binary on the show because that is something that I don't mm-hmm. understand I and my, I want to understand my, uh, it more. My dog, my, my, my sister's dog actually was, uh, he's a boy, but uh, when they went to go fix him, there was no b- testicles. So I think we can get him on the, uh, I think he's literally <laughs> non-binary, not even by them. Like not even like, yeah, he's <laughs> like, like they are literally just like, they're not a gender. Right. Like <laughs> they're, they're He's he, she, whatever it is. I don't know if uh, them, what do we, what do we, what, okay. Uh, if you're non-binary, Nick, please educate me. What do I call my sister's dog? They, I'm not them. non-binary, but I mean, if they, they whatever they want, what would I call them? They, them, that they could be he, he, them. So I, I'm just going to say they, them for the sake of argument, because they don't have uh, any uh, male reproductive organs. So we're going to have them on, but, but. <laughs> They do seem very interested in my dog, which is a girl. So maybe they're heterosexual. Although I have seen them make uh, leaps and bounds at male dogs as well. So I think that I think they're just living life. I think they're just Stable really enjoying life. <laughs> I think they're just really enjoying life. That's how I that, that's how I look at bisexual people. Is they're just like loving life. Like it's just like they have the best of both worlds. Like it's just like hey, you know, you got it. Let me give it to me. <laughs> Um, I saw the Elton John movie, and uh, he had this big like uh, sex scene with guys and girls. It's like wow, wow. That's all I had to say. It was wow. Oh, if I in, could have sex a with a bunch way. of women, I would definitely invite. Like if if in order to have yeah, no, this that's big not what I was th- talking about. <laughs> yeah, oh. that's not what I was talking. I was talking about guys and girls, Scott. Well, no, that's if, what I'm if, saying. If, is if, oh, if, if no, if 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 I had like just a like a not a not a, a threesome, but like a you know hundredsome, but I had to invite a couple dudes into it too. I, absolutely in a heartbeat. It's not gay if it's in a three way, <laughs> <laughs> or an eighteen way, or an eighteen way, or a hundred way. I will, I will, I will, I will grab some balls as long as they're freshly shaven balls, uh, just to be in a room. Anyway, sorry, this is too much. My wife is going to divorce me. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking the same thing as I kept going on. Um, <laughs> Nick, Nick, you're Alex, fortunate. cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, anyway, I mean, that's uh, just like some of the rights. Like um, I was just kind of thinking too, like. My husband's fortunate in that he works for a great company that's very supportive and um, allows us to have benefits. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have a job where I have uh, benefits, so I'm on right. his insurance now. Yeah, but you don't have a job. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't you, I'm just hanging on. I'm hanging on. I didn't mean it like that, although I did mean it like that for a funny reason, but you know I don't mean it like that. Uh, you don't need to Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so yeah, yeah, it's like the ben- the benefits and stuff like that, and um, and there's still a lot of cities and states that you can get fired for just being gay. 
and that's a big debate that's been going on in Ohio, and I don't know where we're at with it. I think it's overruled now, but it's, it's yeah. That's the yeah, dumb. It's, it, that's insane <laughs> to me. Like, I, I mean, like, I, I, you know, you could be fired for loving fat people. Um, you know, my wife would be fucked, but uh, you know, not, not in a good you. way. Not by me. Never by <laughs> yeah. me. Um, but like, that is so asinine to me that you could be fired for who you love. And it's just fucking dumb. <laughs> this just, is why it's like, all I can do is laugh, Scott, and like mm-hmm. in the most not so insensitive dumb. way it's possible. So it's just because it's, <laughs> it's so like, so stupid. Like it doesn't make any sense. What what year is this anymore? People are people people are so weird, man. We're like, gonna, it just it just really comes down to people are just so weird. I know Chris said, "Listen, we're not going to tell you who to vote for and all that, but do your research." I'm going to tell you the only person to vote for is Pete Goddamn Budichet Budichet. Did you that see is, his Easter picture with the kids at the White yes. House? And they were so freaking cute. Yes. And those kids didn't awesome. just turn gay because they met a gay, you know, uh, politician. You're not going to just it, gayness doesn't just rub off. You know, it's something you're it's something you're born I, with. And, Nick, I don't know. I think if you I think if you started a, your own gay country, I think you would take over the world just because of how afraid it seems like how afraid people are of gay people. Like they're not <laughs> going to fight you because they think they're going to turn gay or something, <laughs> right? right? It's like yeah. No one's going to like. I think you might. I think maybe that's the. Uh, it, it's, I think it's maybe that's what you need to do. <laughs> it's like back in the eighties where when people were afraid to use public restrooms because they thought they were going to get AIDS from sitting on a toilet seat. <laughs> <laughs> Tr- like true goddamn story. That's where we're at, and in that's some, where we're some at. Instances. We still can't even get blood. You can't get blood. So I think they change it again. But if you if you're in a monogamous relationship, you can do it within. If you've had, I forget what it is. If you've had sex with somebody else in six months or something random. So I'm like. Listen, yeah. <laughs> I, I can, uh, I, that, uh, again, I can see in the 80s when when AIDS Nobody was running knew anything away, when, yeah. no, when when we didn't know anything and the um, majority I don't I, I I'm speaking from my ass right now, but I don't uh, the majority of whoa, AIDS, whoa, whoa. AIDS <laughs> the majority of AIDS cases were in uh, were in the homosexual community. We're in the gay community. Um, that's not the case anymore at all. And. Um, so that's just, you know, that's just, you, you just as likely to get, and they test for uh, tainted HIV blood. Anyway. I know, <laughs> right, I know. you're just, you're just as likely to get tainted blood from, from a heterosexual, uh, male or female than, I mean, so God, I actually, I, I, I do feel the, the pain of like, you know, gay people can't give blood because of HIV. I can't give blood either, but that's just cause I'm afraid to, like, I'm that afraid of oh, I'm not saying here. I'm like. I guess it's good that I can. 100%. 100%. Yeah, so, it's, so it's like, yeah. So it's like, I actually, I actually, when I, when people ask if I give, I, I just tell them I'm gay. Oh, me I'm too. Like, I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm like, damn, sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, damn it. You I, stole I, my I, fucking joke. It's going to say, yeah. When the blood mobile comes on, they're like, oh, why aren't you giving up? No, I'm gay. Sorry. Okay. I'm having a lot, uh, lot of booty sex. A lot of booty sex. And like, and like, listen up north. Like I can't use that excuse for like a, a one of those people at the mall trying to give you cologne samples and stuff but when i'm in florida i do just say you know i just say i'm gay and they they're terrified of me and they run away it's because they think they think they're gonna they think they're gonna catch it it's um i I think the equivalent 
to what we were talking about, how it's like, it's just so ridiculous. People think that like, I guess that you can just turn gay. It's like when I see someone out wearing an N95 mask by themselves, walking down this, like going on a jog or something or walking around a neighborhood. It's like, no, we've, we've established that you can't catch COVID when you're by yourself outside on a jog. Like you do not need to wear that N95 mask anymore. anymore. It's like, that reminds me of like, I know we can, teachers cannot be saying gay in school because <laughs> it may it may turn the students it may influence them it just i'm sorry scott because i know you live in florida but it's just so crazy it, man. it is because it's like what the hell so you can talk like, about come on man but you can talk about first ladies you can talk about you know the president's wives and you can talk about heterosexuality so and then <laughs> so then what God happens forbid, what God happens forbid, scott no, go ahead. What, what happens if we have a gay or lesbian or trans president? Because <laughs> oh you have, we're all gay, right? Then we're you, all gay by definition. Yeah, by theory. But so all of America is gay. <laughs> so little Johnny asks, "Hey, at the at the uh, initiation ceremony, what no, what is it called? The uh, inauguration ceremony." Um, <laughs> 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 At the, at the inauguration ceremony, um, the the president kissed another man. Why? How did that? Ha why? I don't understand. So now we're like, oh, go ask your parents. And now all day there's this that everybody's drawing their own conclusions, and this is just so damaging. It's so damaging. Wait, 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 wait. You know what? I never really thought of. Okay. So say don't say gay doesn't get passed, right? It no, God it forbid, got right? passed. No, 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 no. Say it doesn't in a world where it doesn't get passed, right? Why'd God you say forbid, God right? forbid? Because I'm being sarcastic, okay. Okay. right? Because I'm being sarcastic. And, um, and a teacher talks about <laughs> being gay or something, right? And in theory, by one of these people who are passing the law, a student turns gay, right? Then what? What are they going to take over the fucking world like what is the like what are they afraid of like what are, what, are they, what are they afraid of like are they gonna like are they gonna turn into some super villain or something like i don't get the like what is the like i, I just I know, don't i'm like am i missing am i missing out on something as being a gay man like like what is the worst case what? scenario yeah can right. you fly or something right like i just i don't no, the laser really shit out of our ass think about it <laughs> Well, it's really funny when you think about it because it's like, okay, okay, okay. Worst case scenario, someone turns gay. Right. Like, what happens then? What happens? They, well, they make other people gay. And then. Oh, no. And then what? And then and we then stop what? populating. I don't know. I mean. Oh, no. And then all these orphans get adopted. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> right, right. Like, uh, yeah. Then our foster care system is, is emptied out. Right? Uh, all these kids have homes. It's like, it's like, oh, my gosh. All the sperm banks are emptied. Oh, no. Like, so, like, what is like, this is a big deal. Well, we're going to start drinking all the Bud Light. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. Bud Light shortage. <laughs> don't mess with my goddamn Bud Light here. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's it. That's it. That's it. It's got to be it. And the whole, listen, the whole, the, the funny thing about the whole spirit of the bill, because if you talk to anybody who supports the bill, it's like, no, mm -hmm. it's reserving the right to discuss sexuality at, at the home instead of at the school. Well, you're not teaching your kids sexuality at the home. You're waiting for them to watch the video in fifth grade. You know, no, no one's doing that. Yeah, no one right. is having the conversations, including mm. myself. No one is having those conversations with their kids. They're letting the school do it. So it's okay for the school to teach the 
heterosexual reproductive system, but it's not okay to say, hey, sometimes there are men that love men, and sometimes there are women that love women, and sometimes there are men that love men that dresses women. And, you know, there's all these different scenarios. Every family looks different. Every person looks different. And, it, but you can't talk about that, <laughs> but you can talk about, uh, the, the, the male and female reproductive system. I don't know. Grade. It's like based on their ideology, like, um, it doesn't make if any we sense. Start talking, if, if we talk about slavery, is slavery going to pop back up again? Like, I, that's what I, that's what I don't, I guess I don't understand. Yeah. But, you know the, but, I mean? but that's the thing is here in Florida, they're trying to whitewash everything. They're trying mm -hmm. to really censor that stuff to <laughs> like not teach that racism was ever a thing. Oh, wow. That's going to be, um, I'd like to see how they do that. <laughs> <laughs> that. That could be like a comedy central special on Florida, trying to whitewash American history. Yeah. It's a <laughs> mission impossible. By the way, mission new on impossible. Netflix, Florida man. I saw that and I will be watching, but I think it's, <laughs> they make fun of all this stuff. Um, so let me ask you. So, so I was going to say last thoughts, Nick, please. So gay marriage was passed legally in the entire country in 2015. Mm -hmm. How has that changed your life? Oh, that's a really good question. Shit. I was, uh, I'm going to go first. How has that affected be as good you? of an answer. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go first because it's not as good of an answer as you. I was in what year was that, Nick? Like 2000. It was All I heard was 2015. 2013. That's okay. the only part 15. of the question I heard. Sorry. So I was in college, right? Um, as a uh, as a straight male, it didn't affect me at all. You know what the most it affected me was was like we'd have discussions in my in my um, law class. Um, saying like should the supreme court have passed it or should it have been a vote or should like that's that's the extent it affected me for like a half hour during class one day and that was and that was it right. uh literally that was it now scott you were a little older than me and by a little i mean a lot <laughs> did it affect did it affect you any different even being older not a yeah. single bit at all the only thing that it changed is now i have to see idiots on facebook saying how bad it is and this that, and the other yeah now nick did it change your life at all it, it changed my life a lot we got a kid out of it now and i got taxes to pay now just like everybody else i just wanted to keep paying more taxes <laughs> that's not it's the like, funny <laughs> Can we can we illegalize this? <laughs> <laughs> no, but Nick, seriously, like um, being a parent is something that was not even like. Did you even think that was possible before mm -hmm. that? No, no. I mean, we like, like we always so talked about sad. wanting it to happen, and it's we were going through the process of adoption. Um, I think we started right around a month before that was passed and legalized. So going into our adoption classes, we had to basically make the decision of who was going to be legally that parent on that birth certificate. So and oh, luckily it could only be one parent mm -hmm. then before yeah. gay marriage was legalized. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, we, our friends that adopted before that, like they had to only list one parent. Which, which again, 
with, with you and your husband, I'm sure was not the case, but you have relationships that probably weren't as stable as, as you and your husband and you mm-hmm. and your not husband at the time, I guess, cause it wasn't legal. Um, we were that's scary. <laughs> yeah. Just California. Yeah. <laughs> that's scary because like, say, so that's a really important decision. Whose name is going to go on that? Because if they, if you, if they ever split, like who's the kid going to be living with? Like they can be mm-hmm. really, really nasty if they wanted to. And that's very scary. Cause you don't have the right to go to court and be like, uh, well, I'm the parent. No, you're not. You're just, who are, you're nobody in the eyes of the law. You're nobody. That's terrifying. Like to, to, you could be raising a child for a year, two years, three years, 10 years. Right. And if just one of the names on that birth certificate, they could just take them. No repercussions because you are literally nobody to that, to that kid in the eyes of the law. And, and, I uh, I just realized that right now. Like that's terrifying. Yeah, I, mean, I I think still like finalizing in, in core adoption. Like legally, we're parents. Uh, right. Or we would have been without it, but I feel like that birth certificate still definitely would have just shown one parent. Right. Yeah, of, yeah. Yeah. That is. Um, Man, I really, you know, I, I want to go a little bit longer because I just now that we're on the topic of this, Scott, is it all right if we go a little bit longer? I don't, yeah, that's fine. I love yeah. Longer. I, you're the you're the guy. <laughs> you're the guy that has a podcast. I just kind of now that we're on the topic of adoption, and everything. What was the adoption process uh, like for you? And so it was obviously following. So okay, so gay marriage was passed in 2015. When mm-hmm. did you adopt your daughter? So um, with adoption, um, it's different in every single state. In the state of mm-hmm. Ohio. Um, we were allowed to legally adopt both as a same sex couple. Um, basically you go into adoption classes and, and what it, year was this, Nick? Sorry. What year was this? Um, was we this like started a- our process. We started in 2015. Oh, so it was like immediately following the passing of the bill. So we took our class, I think it was early June, 2015. And then that passed okay. probably three weeks later. Awesome. So, okay. Um, so yeah, we had to take multiple classes. Um, and that's thing too, with parenting completely different when you're adopting because we had to go through adoption classes and learn how to put a diaper on. We had to learn how to do CPR on a baby. And I need that um, for just being a dad. So if you could message me the info, like we, we were more prepared (laughs) as adoptive parents than any other parents out there. You are, you are because we don't, you know, we just get some chick knocked up one day and then it's, you know, nine months later, here's your kid. They're going to send you home. Like, Hey, good luck. They do have classes, but they're not mandatory. (laughs) So, um, yeah, so we started the process. Um, it took about six months of going through classes, home studies. We had to have social workers come to our house. We had to have a fire department come to our house to make sure our house was fire safe. We had to write an an escape plan in our house too, and draw a map of where we would meet if there's a fire. My, my, <laughs> like crazy. my, my wife's been trying to have an escape plan for years. <laughs> um, but um, as far as the process goes, um, in Ohio, um, basically the mom has 72 hours to terminate her, her rights. Um, so after oh. after Piper was born, um, we were actually at the hospital for her adoption. We um got matched up with so (laughs) the way we kind of describe of how adoption works um we created a profile um so it's like a four-page piece of paper and that's handed to the mom and it's kind of like tinder so she oh sorry yeah i was just gonna say it sounds like an app you know you just swipe left yeah so the they present the birth mom kind of based on what she might be looking for 
And every birth mom is looking for something different. One might be looking for a religious family. One might be looking for our best friends. The reason they got chose was because the one guy looked like the baby's dad had the same features. Um, we got chosen uh, now, now, Nick, because we're, we're gay. Wait, I, I want to guess. I want to guess. Oh, I was going to say, right. like, were they just looking for like a really fucking cool couple? Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. Oh, we need these guys. <laughs> yes. so, yeah, we, these are the guys. Yeah. So we, we were picked because we're a, a same-sex couple, and that's what she really? was looking for. And, um, and they awesome. kind of taught us that. Um, in our adoption class, we actually just had that discussion of um, why we might get picked sooner than other families. So it could take a year and a half, two years, or six months, three months. Um, it's different mm-hmm. for everybody. But they basically told us the reason gay couples tend to get picked more is because that birth mother will always be that baby's mom in their mind. Oh, that's interesting. Wow. Um, I, I, I can't wait to dive more into the story. I just know yeah. just a little bit you just told me was interesting as hell. That's, um, wow. All right. With that being said, unfortunately, we have some Scott summaries coming up. I, you know, there was like three things we said all episode that was funny. Um, so Scott's going to find some very serious things to make fun of us about, which I'm very excited to hear. So if you want to hear Scott get canceled, uh, Stick around for after the break. (laughs) Hey, you. You want to join a cult? Well, this might be your lucky day. For just $2 a month and a simple blood oath, you can join our clubhouse and become a friend with benefits. In addition to the amazing feeling of donating to the poor, you will have access to Patreon-exclusive content, live shows, and maybe even a behind-the-scenes look at my secret stash. To get started, head on over to nonewfriendspodcast.com and hit join our clubhouse. Can't wait to see you at the initiation ceremony. Oh, and in the chat during our live shows, of course. All right, we're back with No New Friends After Dark. Um, I'm not going to leave you guys hanging. Here are Scott's summaries. All right, so uh, a lot of these are stolen because I got some help tonight because I was so animated and so so uh, passionate about tonight's topic. So a lot of these are from uh, Ryan, um, uh, game, uh, new Ryan. So if you love them, they're from me uh, picking through the <laughs> ones that are good. If you don't like them, they're all Ryan's. So there we go. So uh, at the very beginning, Chris said he had a lot of tabs open uh, on his computer, 35 to be exact. Um, 15 of them were weight loss. The other 15 were cooking shows. So they're going (laughs) to somehow, you know, they even out, they even out, I guess, I guess. (laughs) Uh, Chris started out talking about Bud Light, which was interesting because well, he's not my bud, and uh, based on his scale, he's definitely not light. I <laughs> <laughs> was so bad, it was good. I know. <laughs> um, we discussed Disney's late reaction to the Don't Say Gay Bill. I guess they just decided to learn from Chris by not having a fast reaction. <laughs> uh, 
That one was from Ryan. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then he says, I feel bad that all of these are about Chris because he is a legend, but I don't want to roast Nick. So yeah. uh, Nick, you're off the hook. <laughs> Uh, we discussed Ron DeSantis failing at trying to take over the Reedy Creek I- Improvement District while abandoning his party. Not surprising, considered that whenever he goes to a party, it immediately abandons him. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I like that. <laughs> that's good. And finally, we mentioned how some people in the 80s were scared to sit on toilet seats because they thought they would get AIDS. <laughs> Well, Chris is still scared to sit on public toilet seats because he has nightmares about public defecation. <laughs> I'm so glad it wasn't a fat joke that I was. I was going to say falling. I was going to say falling into the toilet because he's too short. On <laughs> <laughs> so many ways. Yeah. <laughs> and those are my summaries. Oh, thank you, Scott. And um, on that note, wow this th- th- this episode um, this episode was like kind of like just airing airing our grievances. Um, this was this was, was this, this is what after dark, the airing of the grievances. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, this is what after dark is going to be all about. Some th- some weeks is going to be hilarious and just super funny. We're always going to insert our comedy, no matter how appropriate or inappropriate it's going to be. We're going to do that. That's that's you can count on that for sure. But if you want some good conversation between people that like uh you know you might not understand, this is the this is definitely, you know, the listen for you. Uh this is all about inclusiveness and this is what this show is kind of turning into is uh understanding everybody a little bit better. No matter if you're gay, no matter if you have a mental illness, no matter if you're a drug addict, no matter what. Uh this is kind of what this show is morphing into and I'm like very very proud of this. Uh, I'm proud that we get to insert our humor through these very serious subjects. So we can always, we got to poke fun at these really serious things. And I'm very happy that whoever's listening to this has learned something today, uh, no matter what it might be. So this has been your latest episode of No New Friends After Dark. Uh, On behalf of Nick from Sandpiper and Scott, I'm Chris. We'll see you next week. Just kidding. That's the end of segment two. We'll be back with some Scott summaries right after the break. Oh my god! And that was like your best exit. I know that was. I'm like getting emotional. So what I'm gonna do? We'll move this later. Chris, I'm gonna I'm gonna move that to the end, and okay. I and, right, and, and, I, and I may not have that post credit scene. We'll see. It did, okay, depends really on good. you know. Sounds yeah, good. it was really oh, good. Thanks. So I, it's you know what? It kind of just hit me. Kind of just hit me that this is kind of what the show is morphing into, and I'm really excited about it. Yeah. No, I, I think that's good. So end the segment, and then I'll move okay. that. At, that will be the close right, of the good. show. All right. Sounds good.
No New Friends After Dark has been brought to you by Sandpiper Vacations. Sandpipervacations.com. Just check out our website, nonewfriendspodcast.com. Become a friend with benefits. Check out our sweet merch and so much more. This has been a No New Friends Entertainment LLC production. Thank you.